Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome to episode 43, How to Effectively Share Your Opinion in 12 Ways. This is Dale Carnegie, part three of a four-part series. And I think that many people are enjoying learning the timeless advice of Dale Carnegie, just being a nice person, a genuine person, and uh, that certainly attracts people to us and allows us to more effectively be in relationships and succeed. Um, and just that conscious effort can really make a difference in your life. So let's go through 12 ways um, to help get other people to uh, see things the way you would like to be seen, or at least uh, help you get heard. And of course, you should always practice uh, hearing other people because the most effective way to communicate is to have a uh, dialogue, which involves two people uh, listening and talking to one another. So let's go through a list. Number one, Dale Carnegie teaches us that the only way to win an argument is to avoid it. So we are not looking for arguments. No, we're not talking about backing down and uh, avoiding conversations that are difficult. There's certainly an art to having difficult conversations. However, when things start to get escalated, that is usually not going to help solve the problem. So when we argue with people, no matter what, uh, there's still a loss, Del Carnegie teaches, because there's just this animosity and, and, and negativity in the room. And in any good uh, negotiation, uh, there's always a certain amount of trust and goodwill that has to be built up in order for people to trust each other um, and be able to... Um, effectively communicate their needs, uh, be heard, and integrate what the other person needs. So really avoiding those arguments. Uh, people come to my office as a therapist. People talk to me all the time in coaching. And they say, well, you know, I was justified. And honestly, in my objective opinion, they might even be right. A lot of the things they said, you know, make sense. And they are justifiable. A lot of them are independently verified as well. But that does not excuse the mode of communication. The argumentative person will draw, drive away people, even if his points or her points are extremely valid. Uh, the issue here is that once we get into the argumentative stance, we lose the trust and the goodwill of the other person. And so if you're trying to effectively uh, hear others and allow others to hear you, then you want to very much stay away from arguments and negativity because that shakes the trust and uh, breaks down the communication um, and really will get in your way. So just avoid it. That's the best thing. Number two, show respect for the other person's opinion. Never say you're wrong. And this is just so important uh, when you need to uh, ask someone to repeat something. Uh, don't put it on them as if there's something wrong with them. They didn't um, communicate properly or you didn't you didn't understand. Just, just apologize respectfully and say, I'm sorry, I, I, I missed that. Are you able to please repeat that for me? Um, it makes such a difference because when we respond to people with a no, again, it gets their defenses up. And when their defenses are up, we've lost them in the conversation and they're no longer going to trust us. They're no longer interested in what we have to say. And so when we're showing respect for the other person's opinion and avoiding these words of you're wrong, uh, we're showing that, you know, listen, we might have a difference of opinion, but let's 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 hear each other out. And there's so, so much more effective communication will take place. Nobody likes to be insulted. Nobody likes to be put down. And there is no benefit in being blunt. Again, the counter argument that I hear all the time is, well, I'm right, and I have a right to be clear. No, I, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. See, I just did it. I said, no, all right, that's not going to win you over very well. You see, but mine was said in, in a not so abrupt way. Imagine if 
you know, we were actually going back and forth and I say to you, no, you're wrong. You would not respond well. I would say to you, yes, it is correct that your points are valid and I'm not asking you to give in to the other person. What I am saying is that when you have a, uh, a softer way of communicating that no, that cushions it, um, it could be articulated very clearly that, you know, I really am not uh, a fan of that approach. Uh, but the idea that we can keep the communication going by not confronting you head on uh, will be very, very effective. And, and just practice it. Number three, a really important one. If you're wrong, admit it quickly and emphatically. The longer you stew in a lie, the uglier it gets and the, and the faster you lose people's trust. Uh, there's a book by Stephen Covey's son, Stephen Covey uh, Jr., called The Speed of Trust. And it's a brilliant book where he just goes through how trust is really the foundation of all business transactions and all interactions. And the faster we could get someone's trust um, genuinely, uh, the faster we could work together. So if you make a mistake, it's okay. We all make mistakes, and it's totally understandable. Um, what When we double down and continue to lie, that's where things gets war- get, get really out of hand. So just admit it quickly and emphatically, um, and let's try to fix it right away. The sooner we acknowledge it, the faster we can take care of it. Number four. Uh, kind of circling back to the original uh, being positive when we talk to people. So begin in a friendly manner. Uh, one of the quotes that he says is, a drop of honey could catch more flies than a gallon of gall. And that's a real 1930s uh, slogan. But the bottom line is that, you know, we attract more with honey than we do with bitter things. So if we uh, begin with a soft startup, as Covey calls it, um, or uh, as John Gottman in, relation, in Relationships calls it um, that just friendly, soft way of uh, going about uh, conversations uh, that usually does predict the uh, trajectory of the conversation. And when you start in a friendly way, uh, there's just so much more that can be accomplished. Number five, get them saying yes, yes. Uh, When you're trying to convince someone of something, it's always important to start with things that they're going to agree with. So, you know, do we both agree that this project uh, needs to be completed within the next one month? Yes. Do we both agree that the main focus of the project is to increase uh, clientele for our company? Yes. Okay. Now, let's talk about how to get that done, and then we can bring up the things that we disagree on and what the approach should be to get there. Um, When you get the other person saying yes, yes, it gets both of you in in a mode of agreeability, and there's just so much more that can be done. Again, just avoiding those negative words and that no, which impact and influence our mindset. Uh, number six, let the other person do a great deal of talking. People love to talk. People love to hear themselves. Um, when you describe a conversation you had, you say, oh, yeah, that was a great conversation. Usually, chances are the conversation revolved more around you than the other person, or you felt the other person was listening to you. There's nothing wrong with it. There's many opportunities uh, to talk and listen, and we all have things in our chest that we want to share with others, um, and it's great to be heard. And it's a courtesy that, you know, if you experience it and enjoy it, then why not pass it on to other people? Um, but if you're trying to influence someone, let that person talk. Uh, when they talk, they begin to trust you, and they feel understood and heard, and they're more likely to be uh, receptive to your uh, new ideas. Number seven, let the other person feel that the idea is his or hers. And again, you know, we're all uh, prone to see things from our own perspective. And uh, if it becomes this head-to-head comp- competition of your opinion versus my opinion, then I might not be as receptive. But if you could kind of uh, steer the conversation in a way that helps me feel that we both came up with this idea, uh, you might have to give up and, and actually uh, not take credit for the idea, which might be a problem. Uh, appropriately or inappropriately, uh, depending on the circumstances. But that certainly is a way to help people um, 
work with you more more clearly uh, to be able to help this person feel that it's their idea. Number eight, try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view. This one sounds very simple, but it's probably one the hardest one on the list. Really try to see things from the other person. Um, you know, just when you look at the person and say, in your mind, you are an intelligent person who is entitled to their own opinion, and you approach their idea that way, although you might not ultimately agree with them and you might not ultimately uh, follow through with what they're asking for, but you might be able to see some ideas and some merit to what they're thinking, which will make your idea, which will blend with your idea a lot better. And between the two of you, you could come up with a synergy of a sum that is greater than the parts, um, and that's really, really important. Number nine, be sympathetic towards the other person's ideas and desires. If you don't hear someone out, then again, they kind of feel not understood and not heard, and then you have no right to say another opinion against mine because you don't even know what I'm thinking. And so just be sympathetic and understanding, and, and you'll see that this is really very effective when we're trying to communicate with people. I, I meet all the time with people that work for me in my company, and uh, there's always this you know, give, and, give and take in the past of you know, their opinion versus mine. And when I come to the meeting and I just open my mind up and I say, you know, listen, these are intelligent people who have very, very amazing ideas, um, as, as the famous quip by uh, Steve Jobs is, hire people that are smarter than you. Um, hire people that are smart and talented. Um, and when I, when I go into the meetings and I say, okay, you know, you tell me what's on your mind because you have great things to share, uh, things go so much more smoothly and, and, and just the ideas that come through and the creativity that's inspired by that are so much more powerful than me uh, standing at the top and saying, well, I'm in charge, and so this is what we're doing. It just doesn't work. So just really understand them. Number 10, appeal to their nobler motives. And we've, we've talked about this in every segment so far. This is a big um, idea by Dale Carnegie. Just figure out, you know, what is motivating them? Is it morals? Is it uh, ethics? Is it uh, public opinion, figure out what motivates them, what's important to them in life, and and, and uh, make your argument, and I don't mean the word argument literally, I mean make your opinion revolve around that. Number 11, um, animate your ideas. He, he calls it to dramatize them. I think it's just animate them. Um, perhaps you could put them in a chart that really expresses them well. Perhaps you could express them with a story or a narrative that illustrates them. People relate well to a story and to practical things. Okay, so that approach could be really helpful for drawing people in. And finally, the last one, number 12, is throw down a challenge. We are not interested in getting fighting and butting heads. We're not going to get anywhere. Overall, if you zoom out, of course, you could pick one or two of these that uh, could be effective for you. But the idea is these are 12 ways to help get your opinion heard. And some of them are very humbling. Most of them are. They're just shutting your mouth, letting the other person talk, listening to what the other person has to say. And at first it might strike you and you might say, well, Joe, I thought you were trying to get my opinion heard. You seem to be telling me to listen to the other person. So I say to you, well, you're kind of right. Uh, a lot of this, yeah, I did that well this time. I, I agreed with you. Um, yes, you're right. Uh, some of this is listening to the other person, but I believe that the sum is greater than the parts. And when you listen to this other person and hear them out, they're going to listen to you. And then between the two of you, you'll come up with a better solution than either of you are capable of doing. And that's really such a powerful way of influencing people because other people have great intelligent ideas and might see uh, pitfalls or holes in logic that you didn't see because you got stuck with that, that idea or because uh, you're too busy taking credit for it. So open your mind and heart and you will see that there are really pleasant ways to interact with other people. And I believe that these 12 uh, ideas can really make your life be a lot more smooth. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you to tell me how, how that impacted you. 
All right. Best of luck. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.